Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. This is the podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious, strange lamb brewery. Oh, 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 oh. oh yes. Every, any, and all occasions. Oh my gosh. Oh, learning how to open beers. A little bit of foam in that one. A little, little foamy. Don't, don't you shouldn't have beer. shook it up before don't you opened it. Should not have shaken that one. That was a big mistake. Uh, <laughs> toddlers. This is what we're dealing with. Not kids anymore. Toddlers. Toddlers. That's me. That's me. Uh, that is my co-host, Chad Goodall. How you doing, buddy? Oh, dude. Chilling, chilling, chilling. And if you listened on Wednesday to our pro show, you heard our producer ballad is back and we are back in studio. Tyler. It's good to have you back, man. It's, uh, it's good to be back. He's physically back. Physically back. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, now that um, you know, at the beginning of the show, I was I was feeling very hazy because I'm dealing with uh, jet lag. Uh, but now in Thailand, like this is like this is morning time. This is the time. So I'm kind of like awake now. It's nine oh. nine thirty nine thirty in the morning. He's ready there. to get real amateur now. I'm kind of craving like a cup of coffee to be honest. Ooh. Like, like I'm I'm waking up kind of time period. Does that mean we're having uh, some eggs and hash browns instead of chicken wings? <laughs> it, it means I'm going to be very tired tomorrow morning at work. Chicken is, chicken is what minis? What what chicken minis? A, chi- a little chick Chick fil A chicken mini action dude in thailand uh they they eat soup for breakfast seriously soup? yeah interesting huh. really warm good. warm soup mm-hmm. i don't know if i can do that it's good know, man that's it's good it's like a faux soup kind of yeah yeah interesting yeah. that's really probably good. really filling to start your day really filling yeah. yeah you probably don't eat again until like lunch yeah but i did <laughs> Uh, if you are listening, you are listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us some five star reviews, and share those links out. Follow us, subscribe, so you stay up to date with all the latest episodes. This is our amateur hour. Uh, we are missing a few people, but we'll get into that in show business. Um, Strangeland Brewery. Uh, it's almost October. Well, halfway through September, kind of. Um, so we got the Oktoberfest coming out pretty soon. I am looking forward to that. One of my favorites. Uh, I've been craving it since they stopped putting it out last year. Um, and as you mentioned in the pro show ballot, that means there will be a Oktoberfest party coming up. Um, probably some German bratwurst and some uh, accordion music and all sorts of good stuff. Actually, you know, uh, glad you brought glad glad you brought that up because you might have a little bit of. Ew. 
breaking, breaking news. news from the brewery. They recently released when they will be having their Oktoberfest party. Yes. Uh, which I had pulled up. And uh, now I am scrambling to find it. Let's see here. Strangely on Oktoberfest. October 13th. Nice. A Saturday, 6 p.m. Again, suggested time. Show up whenever you want. Uh, need to get details on whether tickets will be sold or not. But Ooh, golden ticket? A, definitely will be some sort of golden ticket, which we would love one of our listeners to purchase. Uh, but for now, just mark it on your calendar. The 13th of October. Okay. Octoberfest party. October 13th. Mm. Um, Love it. I can't wait. Maybe can't we wait should do it. some fundraising uh, for the podcast and try to buy one of those golden tickets. Go sell lemonade. Start a lemonade stand. I make killing sell lemonade in the office, but um, yeah. So I'm sure we'll be getting some some Oktoberfest soon. So that should be good. Oh, I can't wait. Love it. Uh, it's a good beer. Uh, our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground, always open year round. Right, uh, you can still go camp. They got RV spots. Go out there, check them out. MountainBreezeCamp.com. Follow the brewery on Twitter at Brew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Let's go ahead and get into show business. Ballad, what we got? Um, first of all, I uh, wanted to make sure that everyone was here. Uh, I'm, I'm back. You're back. Nice. Back from my travels, safe and sound. Uh, been here less than 24 hours, so feeling it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, had a long day of travel on top of about a 12-hour jet lag, so... You're getting the uh, the best of the best of ballad. At the his best of present. ballad. Let me let me ask you this: When you're on your flight, what was your meal of choice? So, um, so we flew a Japanese airline on the way there, and they had a Japanese option and a Western option. Uh oh. And the person, the lady, would tell you like, you should go with Japanese because we're a Japanese airline. So, uh, went with that, and it was like a weird cold noodle with a sauce that was actually pretty good once I got over just eating cold noodles. And sure. then it was rice and some meat and vegetable with an Asian sauce. Pretty okay. good. Um, on the way back, we flew United. Oh. And actually, you, United, the worst on-air customer service I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I asked this lady, she goes, would you like chicken or pasta? I said, well, what kind of chicken is it? She goes, I don't know, chicken. I was like, do you know how broad that is? Like, to tell me that you have chicken or pasta, and you can't give me any other details other than that they, the meals contain one of those two things. We hope it's chicken. <laughs> right. So she's just like, uh, I don't know. It's chicken. I was like, okay, well, I'll take that. Ended up being an Asian type of chicken. It was like a teriyaki rice vegetables, which was which was fine. But Jesus Christ, like, it could have been anything. It could have been chicken nuggets, could have been chicken wings, could have been fried chicken, could have been boiled chicken. Like, they zero information on the chicken. Maybe it was her first day. Give her a break. Uh, maybe. And should have, should have her, went through training and been real fresh coming out. You should out. have asked her, like, uh, she was no spring. She was no spring chicken, if you know what I mean. So uh, I doubt it was her first mm, day. Fair enough. Uh, but then for breakfast, they were like, do you want eggs or noodles? Again. No context. What kind of eggs? <laughs> are they Asian noodles? Are they Italian noodles? Are they American noodles? Like, zero context. And when I try to ask, they'll just look at me like, oh, they're noodles. I was like, well, come on. Like, you got to give me more than There's that. There's got to be but, some sort of sauce on there, man. Um, so to answer your question, I ate all that stuff. And Jap- Japanese airlines are 10 times better than American airlines. Okay. Oh, good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Really good to know. Um... Yeah, it's good to have you back, man. Um, we're missing Coach. 
Coach is not here. Uh, but, um, oh, and with Coach not being here, that means he did not bring back Lana. So we don't know if Lana's even still alive. He uh, hasn't told me that she is or is not. He stole Domingo. I, I will say this. Did you see what Lana was able to help with while you were gone? She was busy. She, she was she busy. Was. Coach put her to work. No free rent over Dude, at the she's been, she has been running no around. Way. We went over for the engagement party. I was there for two nights. Um, a lot of drunken debauchery, but uh, Lana was running around the house almost the entire time we were there at night. Like, we just let her run in her ball, and she just went all around the house. And it was almost like a like a fun party game. Like, yeah. oh, where's Lana? It's going to be a rude awakening when she gets back. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be lean and mean and fit, dude. dude she, just had, she had the floor plan all mapped out at Coach's place. She was all over. Maybe she needs a new home. Yeah. Maybe Coach will want to keep her. Maybe he can have her. That's fine with me. That's fine. Uh, as long as we still do picks. Yeah. If she lasts that long. Um, but he's yeah. probably feeding her real healthy food too, like keeping her up to up to speed. Coach, bit. coach also uh, took Domingo with him to bring him to our shows uh, down at Nate's, and uh, only brought him to one show at Nate's. So we don't know if Domingo is alive or not. He may have coach may have killed him while he was there. <laughs> Might too, have flown so. away. Um, I'm All sure right, we have right. a lot of other short bu- show business to do, but we went long on our pro show, yeah, which if you listen to, thank you for bearing with us, but <laughs> let's get into a couple of different hey, sports stories. Show bet. Yes. Show bet. Oh yeah, show bet. Before you get into all the, the good stuff. Zero, zero, about, is it 30 minutes left in the game? Yep. 30 minutes left. We're in the 60th minute right now. Plus stoppage. Plus, and, plus extra time. And, you know, just kind of, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I want to talk about with in Thailand. I watched a lot of soccer in Thailand. It was the only sport I could find on TV. And now that I'm pretty much a, a soccer expert, I know this game is 0-0, but Mexico is whooping the shit out of the United States. Like, every time I look up, except for literally right now, uh, <laughs> Mexico is shooting on the uh, Americans' goal. So, uh Surprised that it's still zero zero because it literally looks like they had like ten shots to one against us. We're we're hanging in there. The U.S. It's it's September 11th, so you can't lose on September 11th. That's yeah. just a, goes against freedom and America and all that. By the way, if Mexico wants to prove that they're a a true ally of America, they'll lose. These games are friendly. The friendly thing to do would be to let us win. Yeah, on sure. September I agree. It's real. I true. agree 100. percent Enrique, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> all right, getting into my sports <laughs> stories from Thailand. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of soccer in our hotel room at the first place we stayed. They had two Fox sports channels, okay, but they were like Thailand Fox Fox sports channels. So they weren't showing any Thai sports, but they were showing like billiards and uh-huh. like rock climbing. Like they would, even when I knew there were American football games going on that they could have been showing me, they chose to show like tennis, golf, and like all these sports that no one in the right mind would would care to care about. So basically sports that are popular in Thailand. Yeah. So I don't think American football It's like you turning on ESPN and it being chess. That's how it felt. Uh, but I had four different Thai sports channels and all they showed was soccer. Uh, MLS soccer, Champions League, Premier League, internationals, like it was soccer all the time. So I watched a shit ton of soccer uh, when I was in Thailand nice. because it was like the only thing uh, that was available. Also, uh, Thailand little kids are bomb at soccer. I saw uh, we went to a lot of different night markets while we were there, and there was this like little eight year old kid who was juggling a ball with a box out in front of him, 
and I watched him like as I was drinking a coffee for like six minutes, and he never let the ball hit the ground. Not even for did you tip once. the kid? Of course I tipped him. It was nice. <laughs> six minutes of entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah. it was great. So uh, the Thai people love their soccer, and they are, uh, from what I can tell, pretty damn good at it. Hot take: Watch out for Thailand <laughs> in the next uh, fifteen years in the World Cup. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> They'll win one before America. They're on the up and up. That's true. They're on the up and up. What else you got? Uh, I saw a, a bunch of Snapchats. Yeah, I went to a Thai kickboxing fight. Yeah. Our first night in Bangkok. Nice. Uh, they have... Was it a lady boy? No, it was... It was. Uh, I wouldn't say grown men. They were young adults. They looked pretty they young. They were in their 20s probably, so good fighting age. Uh, but it was it was dope. We sat ringside. They So they have different sections in a... In a, in a Thai boxing. How much did you pay for these ringside tickets? Because you guys are like right up on the front row. They were cheap. They were like 50 bucks each. But they have sections. Is that American? 50 American dollars each. So they make all the um, four. They literally have a foreigner section where they make all the foreigners sit. No way. They're the best seats in the house. But they're just like away from everybody else. Because on the other side, it's just huge. Like stadium seating, think like high school basketball type capacity. Okay, and everyone is making bets. Oh, people are betting on the fights, like calling out bets down to people. No one's writing anything down. It's all hand signals. And at one point, I asked the 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 concierge people, like, "Hey, how do I get into that section?" <laughs> and they wouldn't let me go over there, which is probably good because I didn't know anything that was going on, but. <laughs> It just start looked, throwing money. <laughs> it looked really exciting to see um, to see that side. That's pretty cool. That's badass. It was man. awesome. That is badass. Uh, that was the first Muay Thai kickboxing fight we went to, and that one was legit. Like never for a second thought that it was staged. We went to one in uh, Chiang Mai that I'm almost 100 percent was staged. So that was kind of upsetting. It was still fun and dirt cheap to get into, but um, yeah. So Muay Thai kickboxing. And there's these gyms everywhere. Like, Muay Thai kickboxing gyms are like the planet fitness of Thailand. Damn. And they're all, like, open outdoor workout facilities. So they're, like, shaded, but it's all open air. And so you can watch. You can just kind of, like, sit and watch people train. What was the weather like while you were over there? What was the temperature? It was... So we're at the equator. Right. So... But it was still only, like, like 85, 90. But it was, like, as sunny as... Hell, 8590. Yeah. I got one of the worst tan lines or sunburns I ever got sitting under an umbrella, mind you, for like <laughs> two and a half hours. So so I just want to – hold on. I want to touch on, on this right now because the American player right here is uh, making fun of um, the Mexican player for being really, really short, and it was hilarious. Um, I don't condone that at all. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so there, there's a bit of a scuffle going on. It's not – the friendly has turned unfriendly. It's not friendly. Mm. So what we like them? Um, talked to some Australians uh, while I was over there. I love Australians. And they love... Yeah, mate. So I thought they'd be all into rugby, and they were, but they really love Australian football. Yeah. Which, which I don't, is... Slightly which, different. Which he had a really hard time explaining to me. Like it's, he, it's almost like he didn't even want to try. Like, it was so complicated. But I was going to say, we need to look into Australian football, because it's supposed to be uh, just electric. This so, is fantastic. Yeah, no, this this soccer Australian game. football sounds great. We should definitely look it up. It's, we should. We got to YouTube this. It's similar to rugby. It looks a lot like rugby. Isn't there like a lot of different areas of score? Yeah, there's different. There's different ways, but 
Interesting. It's still got like the rugby goal. Like it's still got the the goalposts and like there's still it's like a but it's like an oval field. It's like a weird shaped field. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. He he again had the most difficult time to try <laughs> to I, I think I've seen it played and it's very interesting. Yeah. Australians are cool, man. They they really like people from from America. Were they on holiday? So you know, it's so funny. I told one of the guys, I was like, "Hey, I heard that in Australia that uh, that you guys are really friendly, not only Americans but especially people from Texas." And the guy goes, "Oh no, we hate people from Texas. They're what? just so loud and obnoxious." And like, he just went off on Texas for like thirty seconds. He goes, "Wait, mate, you're not from Texas, are you?" He goes. It's like, yeah, born and raised, dude. Why do you think I didn't fucking bring that up to you if you wasn't from Texas? He goes, he goes, oh, well, I've got a couple of mates that are from Texas. They seem like, like nice guys. You're a nice guy, too. That's not a very good Australian accent. But, um, yeah, he like went off on Texas not realizing That's that funny, cause I was I, from the state. I really enjoyed uh, – I actually met two guys in Vegas that were from uh, Australia. And they met me and my brother. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning at a White Castle. And uh, <laughs> classy. We ended up playing poker. Almost got kicked out of uh, Harrah's for they were just they they cuss on a different level, man. They they drop f bombs. They they say the c word quite a bit, uh, and that's like cool. their way of like saying like, "What's up, bro?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize it was like that." I was like, started just calling them names and shit. Like we had a great time. All right, you're hijacking my sports side. Sorry. Story. Okay, so we have um, all night. We have all night, dude. No, we don't. I want to go. To Absolutely bed not. <laughs> all night. Mexico just got a red card, by the way. Um, on our plane there on the Japanese airline that we rode, they had uh, TVs in the back of the uh, seats. Seats. So uh, watch some different sports documentaries. But what I really liked about it was they also had video games, and there was this golf game. Oh, on the on the plane that was very simple, but amused me for a good portion of the ride. I don't want to exaggerate when I say this. I probably played about 72 holes of golf on the plane on this golf game. Got pretty good at it at one point. Had the plane record. Oh, uh, yeah? I had, well, I had the opportunity to get the record, but missed a birdie putt on the 18th hole and ended up tying the plane record of all time for that plane. <laughs> Uh, like a 59, so pretty oh pretty, my pretty good day for me on the course. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't there because that would have been another round of golf you beat me at. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> and um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some other sports stories, but I just wanted to mention that I uh, went to the full moon party, oh. uh, which is a massive party that happens on the beach in Thailand. It's a totally lawless land. But they do this one thing out in front of this bar where it's a fire jump rope where they literally douse this giant rope in gasoline ride it on fire and swing it and people try to jump in and jump in the um, in the rope and if, if I had to give you the over under of like consecutive jumps on average at like four and a half what would you say under oh I would say over big under dude yes I, I watched so many people jump in get one jump and then get knocked over and just <laughs> burnt the shit out of by this fire <laughs> oh, it's, it's incredible because it's it was so funny to watch. Haley wouldn't let me do it, but <laughs> you could watch people as they were about to jump in from other sides, not realizing that someone was jumping in with them. So it really wasn't about how good are you at jump roping. It was more about how good is the person that you're jumping in with, because they could fuck it up and fuck you up just as easily. Oh my god! So I think I watched one person go over six. Wow. Everyone Dude. else burn like instantly on two or three. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. I wish you would have done it just just for the video. I wanted to, but 
uh, Haley is smart enough to not let me. So, That's true. Um, there, are, I'm sure I'm thinking of some other stuff as we go through. But why don't we why don't we get into some sports? Because yeah, it's right. amateur hour. College football is back. Yeah, baby. And as we approach week three, we got two weeks under our belt. Um, guys, tell me what's been going on in in college football. Well, what you missed when you were over there. Um, you know all those those the high praises we talked about UT this year. Uh, way off on that one. Way off. Texas is really bad. Um, That's right. And yeah, I guess let's frame the conversation around things that we predicted and and, and things we were wrong about. Yeah, we were way off on uh on Texas. Um, we're gonna do a Texas ten. Alabama's still good. I will say that um, I had uh, Ed Orgeron for LSU getting fired at the end of the year. Um, Not gonna happen. Way off on that because they completely dominated their Dude, first LSU their first matchup. Good. They looked pretty dang good. Um, I know. <laughs> yes, USA with a goal in the seventieth minute. Yeah, um, well, we're, we got an extra man on him now. Now with that red card, we're we're good to go. This game's oh, nice. over. Oh yeah, Ooh, don't say that. That's a kiss uh, of death, dude. Every lying. time he does it, every fucking time. Awful. Back to college football. Uh, LSU is really good, man. Their defense. Yeah. So their I defense down, is rock solid. I was down on LSU. I have a season <laughs> under total for them, which is not looking like it's going off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, one team that I was really high on, Purdue. They, um, oh yeah, you and your Purdue pick. Purdue, great call. Not like the team that we thought they were going to be. Like you, you thought, thought that they were going to be. Like, like, like we all thought. Don't they sleep on Purdue. No, they lose to their season opener to Northwestern, which was a game they should have won. If, if you watch the game, yeah. they should have won that. Did and you watch that game? I I, I game casted the game. Well, I lost a lot of college football on Gamecast. <laughs> um, so he read. He read, he read a lot of college. Football. He read the I game. Read a lot of college football, <laughs> um, but. They also and this week they lose to was it Eastern Michigan? Oh God! Yeah. So that's the one that's got me thinking that Purdue is uh, maybe not as good as we we thought they might be. They they are not who we thought they were. They're not who y'all thought they were. Yeah. Hey, I didn't. I wasn't high on Purdue. I had my other teams. Mm. Uh, uh, another team that I was wrong about: Michigan State. Oh, they're bad. Uh, <sighs> Michigan. Or and and to pair this with another team, I was a person I was wrong about is Herm Edwards. Yeah. Arizona State. I don't want to overreact to. I think they're real. Their two wins, but might be the real deal. Oh well, let's wait and see. I mean, they beat UTSA. Arizona looks like trash. So, well, yeah, but Arizona State come from behind win over Michigan State at yep. home. Yep. In the Valley, like, dude, that's it's a good win over yep. a top fifteen team. Those are two things that I was, or as a state, I had totally incorrect. Was mm-hmm. I was high on uh, Sumlin and. Uh, Arizona in, in Arizona and so down on state and could not be more wrong. I saw a stat that Big Ten teams at home or away at Arizona State are like zero and ten. Ooh. Oh my god! They just can't play in the heat. Apparently, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Down there, man. So, uh, how about our Bobcats getting a win? Bobcats get a win. Thank Cats. God for Texas Southern. Cats oh, got yeah. a win. Uh, Auburn beats Washington week one. Ooh, really yeah, what a game. game. Really good game. Yeah, I was, again, game casting. Game casting. Is that the that one you one. tried to watch and paid 100 bucks? No, I tried to watch the New Mexico State Wyoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what a trash and, game to watch for 100 yeah, bucks. Yeah, for yeah real. and streamed the whole thing, and it's probably going to cost about $100. <laughs> um, $100 pay-per-view. God. Yeah, so... <clears throat> uh, Michigan drops an exciting one to Notre Dame week one. That good was, game. 
exciting, right? Yeah, they actually had a chance to win that game. Um, uh, their quarterback needed a little bit of work. Yeah, he's not very good. Oh no, he's not bad. He played pretty okay. good. The, he, he does pretty he good. Does throw, he throws a good ball. He'll get better. Uh, he just made a bad pass late and uh, threw a pick on the drive that would have given them a chance to tie it up. Uh, a team, I, I guess, another coach that we thought was going to bring some spunk, some spark into a program that is definitely not the case. Oh, Tom Herman. What is going on at Florida State? Oh Billy yeah, Tagger losing to Virginia Tech week one, and then almost losing to like a and. I don't even remember the name of the team because they're they're so unknown. <laughs> but um, not a good look for Florida State. They don't look good. Yeah, they're trash. They don't look good at all. That's why Jimbo Fisher left. Virginia Tech. Let's be honest. Virginia Tech, though, their defense is so damn good. I know that uh, Frank Beamer retired, right? Um, they still look like the same Beamer ball on defense. They look good. Uh, some things we were right about. It's going to take a while at UCLA and Chip Kelly. It yeah. is. Uh, losing week one to OU. No, that was last week. They oh, got trumped by OU 21-49 and then dropped the season opener to, is it like Memphis or someone? It was someone that they uh, should not have lost to. I thought it was a bigger Cincinnati. game. Cincinnati. Yeah, was it, it was Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Yeah. It was a good, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not, we were right on that one for sure. Uh, right about Stanford. Off to a hot start. Yep. Taking down USC in week two, 17-3. Uh, Stanford right. and uh, Bryce Love might be the real deal. Did, did, I saw that Bryce Love is ruled out for Uh-oh. their uh, week three game. He hasn't played great to this point. He's played decent. But uh, he was held their first game to like under 100 yards. Yeah, something like that. And they're playing UC Davis this week. They, he put up, what, 100 and... 30, I think, against USC. Uh, a soft one. We we will see what USC really is when they come into Austin this week. That, if they don't be, win by more than 10, then they're, they're god-awful. We'll, we'll see what USC really is when they show up to Austin. But, um, yeah, Stanford looks, looks good. I mean, the defense is really good. They give up three points. I mean, that's their defense yeah. is, is killer. Uh, this game wasn't close, Fifty uh, Penn State versus Pitt, 51-6, but I just want to just mention that I heard that Penn State challenged a fumble in the fourth quarter uh, while they're up, 51-6. Good for them. 10 minutes, right? Good for them. So college football rivalries are alive and well. That is one of the greatest things. I've Here's what I'll say about that. I love it. Here's what I'll say about that. It's an early week game, and coaches still got to gotta keep keep sharp too, man. Coaches got to gotta practice too. Yeah. So, I like it. Uh, talking about rivalries, Kentucky knocks off Florida 27-16. Oh, First time since when? 37. First time in 31 years. Woo! 31? I thought it was 37. 37. Years. Yeah. So, uh, the riots in Kentucky were fantastic, but uh, I was wrong on this Florida team. I have a season win total, t- total, total, total. over ticket for them, and I had Kentucky penciled in as a lock. So, <laughs> is Kentucky better than we thought they were, or is, is Florida going to have a rough year? Uh, both. I think both. Kentucky got off to a hot start and just never looked back. And Florida, you know, just kind of mediocre. Reminds me a lot of Texas. Medi- very mediocre. Uh, Oklahoma uh, off to a great start. Kyler Murray looking like he is worth every dollar very the good. A's paid him. Very good. Uh, okay, it's the, the offense, man. Uh, it is the offense, but... 
I've seen some deep balls from Kyler Murray. He's got the arm. He's got the legs. He's a freak of an athlete. And uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that Red River showdown in Dallas. Yeah, he's good. Oklahoma's good. Uh, we should probably talk about probably the most exciting game of the year, even if it does feature one of our most hated, hated rivals. Uh, Clemson escapes from College Station with a 28-26 win over Texas A&M. The end of the game, a little bit controversial in a couple of different points, but very um, guys, Daggies might be might be pretty good. A and M looks good, and uh, you know I I said it in in a Facebook comment, and actually Mitchell saw it and liked it. I'm glad we don't play A&M this year. We'd get destroyed. They look really good. Um, they should have won that game. They got screwed. That was a absolutely bullshit call. Um, yeah, they should have had first and goal from the one. Uh, turns out they called a touchback. A&M had a chance, had a drive to tie it. Uh, went for the two-point conversion, didn't get it. It was a good game, man. It was fun to watch. And I enjoyed watching that a lot more than I enjoyed watching Texas and Tulsa. Chad, did you get to watch any of that Aggie game? Uh, no, I watched a little bit of it, but not a lot. Um. I heard about the controversial call. I saw it. Hardest part is that whenever you don't have that camera right over the pylon, you're never going to know. So um, it was it was tough, man. It was a tough break. I'm just disappointed that A&M looks this good and Texas looks that bad. Yep. I mean, it's just it's, it's night and day. Yep. Uh, this game's not that interesting, but I just want to say that I called it. Uh, East Carolina took down North Carolina 41-19. I said in our ACC preview, this is a perfect spot for a David Goliath situation. I don't, I don't know if Eastern Carolina's ever beat North Carolina, but uh, finally, the Pirates, Pirates get a win there. Well, when you have like thirteen guys suspended, true, that helps. Uh, other things that haven't happened in a while: Kansas got a, a road win over Central Michigan, thirty-seven. <laughs> oh yeah, finally their first road win yeah, since when? Good for you. In a real long time. Um. Iowa State, Iowa has the most Iowa game ever, 13-3. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a feeling I was going to I was going to win that. You, you, you wave to the to the kids at the cancer hospital like you can't lose. You cannot. Um Guys, any any other thoughts from uh week for week 1 and 2 of of college football? Um uh LSU is Scary good. Their defense flies around the field. We'll get into that when we talk uh, LSU-Auburn this week. But they, I've, I've been most impressed with LSU. They, they're they something special, man. But other than that, uh, we'll, we'll say all the rest later on. Cool. I'm impressed with Wisconsin, man. Wisconsin's doing work. Um, there was a it, little bit of a scare last weekend. Uh, not very much, man. No, um, just early on. Yeah, it, it was – Wisconsin's looking good. I have, I still have them winning the Big Big Ten. I mean, they look, they look really good. Alabama, of course, running two quarterbacks. Tua, what are you gonna Tua do? Tua looks pretty good though. Yeah, he looks phenomenal. Uh, well, let's hit a break then. We'll come back with uh, Texas Ten, looking at Week Three, and of course, first impressions. Well, y'all come back now. You hear? So it's a just me, trust me. 
something in the bed just above me Something like a dream state, you call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby? Do you feel the vibes? Welcome back to Sports Buzz! That was Hermit Hermit uh, Ballot, uh, I, I yelled at you uh, as you're walking off. You, you forgot to do First something. Off, you do not yell at me. Well, I spoke loudly uh, because you were outside. You the whispered room. very loudly. <laughs> you're outside the room. Um, you, you did not ask us uh, to make chicken wing picks. Yeah, I forgot to do that. And the main reason we forgot to do that is because we're not having chicken wings tonight. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and it's and I would love to blame this on me coming home and not preparing. Uh, to have chicken wings, but I really did want to make you guys chicken wings uh, for today's uh, today's. It's episode. okay, man. I understand. But I got to AGB and they didn't have the winglets. Oh. All they had was the drumsticks, and I was not gonna I was not gonna purchase the drumsticks for my for my return. It makes sense. So uh, here's here's a message out to AGB. You guys better figure this out. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks now where you guys haven't had winglets. Uh, you I have. Mean, I'm sure you are a pretty big purchaser of those those wings so who's maybe, been buying them maybe you leave for out of town who's been buying them and they realize oh shit where did all of our and we just stopped carrying them well i guess yep. i let these let them know that i'm back because uh that's that's the chicken wings i eat and i know you have them somewhere because you have the drumlets so unless you're literally throwing away the best part of the wing all flats baby they must be evaporating into somewhere so um, no chicken wings tonight. I think my roommate Joe is frying up some Axis backstrap though. Hey, oh which yeah, we might be able to get in on. So, um, yeah, that's all that's I know is story. our show bet is looking good. Um, U.S. is up one to zero right now. Uh, Mexico's down to 10, 10 players, and things are getting chippy. <clears throat> this is supposed to be a friendly. This is not friendly. There's a lot of shit talking. Um, we've already had one red card. Uh, we've already had one really tall guy from the U.S. make a short joke to a tiny little Mexican. It's It's been fantastic. I'm enjoying every second of this. The Strangelands are going down very smooth. Um, let's get into Texas 10 so I can uh, rant and talk about how much I hate Texas football. Let's do it. Texas 10. I'm going to let somebody else... By the way, something else you guys didn't do well. I did. I did. I did Texas 10 last week. I didn't make it that far. Yeah, I figured. Um, I did did Texas 10, but it turned into a Texas 15, uh, which is probably what's going to happen here. Well, like I said, you guys haven't done Texas 10 then. (laughs) Uh, Chad, I'm going to let you start this one off because I got a lot to say. Yeah, I'd rather you start off okay. because I think that okay. once you get it out, we might be able to talk a little bit about okay. this. So, all right, I'm gonna take a deep breath. Just, just let it all out. We have, we have, call it Texas Ten because you got ten minutes. Right. I don't care if you take seven. Let it all out. This coaching staff is really bad. Um, you know, Tom Herman can recruit his ass off. He can pull four and five star athletes from anywhere in the country. Um. But when you don't see any development, it's really hard for me to spend three and a half, four hours of my life pretending that I care about this football team. I've gotten to the point where I was almost rooting for Tulsa to win that game on Saturday night. It was that it was that frustrating to watch because the play calling is so bad, it's like watching a high school game. There is no there's no imagination. It's just screen pass here, 
handoff right here, quarterback draw, and hope that Sam Ellinger hangs on to the ball, or uh, let's just run some schoolyard play and let Sam throw it right to a fucking safety, like right to a linebacker, hit him right in the chest. Like, what? I mean... There's no imagination. Tim Beck needs to go. Tim Beck is trash. Uh, Tom Herman, you were an offensive coordinator for a national championship winning team at Ohio State, and yet you can't figure out a way to gain a fucking first down in the third quarter. Um, what what adjustments were made at halftime? Zero. They they said, yeah, well, fine. It's Tulsa. We're up. We're winning. We'll just go into it, do the same thing we did, just run screen passes. If Lil Jordan Humphrey and Colin Johnson don't touch the ball at least six or seven times a piece per game, um, it's a mistake. That's the best two athletes on that team. The running backs, Trey Watson and Keontae Ingram, they got to touch it more. Keontae Ingram is something special. That dude's got a... First step that'll beat anybody in the country. Keontae Ingram out week three. He's hurt? Yeah, he's out week three. Fuck. Um, great. That means we get more. Well, I like Trey Watson, but he's a grad transfer. Um, and then moving on to what's really frustrating. I mean, the defense is frustrating because you gave up 21 points to Tulsa. And you have 10 out of 11 players on your starting lineup who are seniors who should know how to play football, especially against a shitty-ass team like Tulsa. Um, but the real the real thing that makes me mad is Sam Ellinger because I don't see any development in that kid. I want to believe that he's the right guy. And it's just not there, man. The decision-making is not there. He throws into bad coverage. He throws – I don't know what he's watching. I mean, it, it's like we were talking in our in our pro show. I don't know where he's throwing it to. I don't know who he's trying to throw it to, and it ends up right into the chest of a linebacker. Um, do I think that we need to move on to Shane Bouchelle? Probably not, but – Anything's got to help. I mean, I like that they're sticking with him and sticking with one quarterback because I don't like the changing of quarterbacks. But after USC, at the start of Big 12 season, you better have a quarterback who can make a throw. Um, I don't care if we go to one of our true freshmen. I want to see something different. I want to see a change in this offense, a change in at least the effort. The give-a-fuck level is not there for this Longhorn football team. Um, The most excited member of the Texas Longhorn football team is Bevo 15, the way he came out that fog. Um, I got nothing else for now. What you right. want to say? Let me start off by saying that uh, definitely the loss to Maryland was a slap in the face. Um, I don't think that team's any good. Oh, dude, I almost woke up super early to stream that game. Or yeah, no, I almost thing- stayed up super late on a train just to stream that game but couldn't get service. Same football team we saw last year. Awful. So here's the deal. I think the offense needs work. I think that Tom Herman needs to call the plays. 100%. Completely agree with that. Tim Beck definitely should not be calling the plays. However, I think our biggest difference between last year and this year is defense. 
Our defense is not as good as it was last year. Very lackadaisical. Very lackadaisical. If I had to, if I had to tell you, if I had to, if I had to bring up, let's say, um, total, let's say sacks against Tulsa. Mm-hmm. If I had to say over under two, what would you say? I would. I would hope over. You would hope over. We had none. We didn't have a single sack against Tulsa. That is on our defensive coordinator in the defense. That's terrible. Where's that Havoc defense that we ran last year? I think that they're waiting for the USC game to bring all this shit out. USC's got a bad line. They do, but it's it's terrible yeah. the way that they're waiting. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, I I agree with both of you that Tom Herman should be calling the plays. Let, I got to finish this point. Yeah, let him, finish. let him finish. I got to finish this point. Sam Ellinger has lost that it factor. Yep. Last year, he had that it factor. What is that... In my eyes, he's thinking too much. He's he's trying to do too much, okay? Um, he's not just playing the game. And I think that has a lot to do with Tim back in his offense. If I had to tell if I had to ask you this again, Sam Ellinger's completion percentage and let's say he throws 30 passes against Tulsa. How many of those do you think were completed? Probably about 15. He went 21 for 27 against Tulsa with what? zero interceptions. Yeah. 21 for or 21 for 27 with zero interceptions and two touchdowns. He needs to throw the ball more. Okay? Again, whenever you're talking about the running back situation. Jeez, this guy, he's Dude, he's like a little child. They're extra foamy tonight. They're exploding out the cans. Well, hey, can't win them all. You actually made that cooler, so. That's true. So, so so Sam Ellinger is, is is throwing the ball decent. He needs to have better route running. He needs to have better play calling. They if he's throwing him. the ball like that, yeah, 21 for 27. Let him throw it downfield. Let him throw the ball downfield. Another thing that really bothers the crap out of me is why Keontae Ingram is not running the fucking ball more. If he would have stayed in the game against Maryland, we could have probably won that game. Mm-hmm. Like All right? It would never have came down to Sam Ellinger having to do too much in the fourth quarter. Um, that was a damn coaching mis- coaching mistake. All right, mm. Keontae Ingram is averaging over six yards a carry. That Kid's is absurd. Kid is a stud. He's got a first step that'll beat. Like I said, it'll beat anybody in the country. That dude's so quick. So I don't think that it's time to press the panic button just yet. I think there's a couple little things that that they can fix, but they need to fix them extremely quickly. fast. Quickly, extremely fast. And it's all going to come down to the defense in my opinion. I think that the defense needs to step up. That's what held them in games last year. If the defense can step up, Tom Herman will figure out the fucking offense. That's what he's there for. So, I personally wouldn't press the panic button. I don't think it's as bad as what we're thinking it is yeah. because when you look at the actual stats of it, Sam Ellinger Ellinger is actually playing better than he did last year. He just hasn't shown that it factor yet. And if he can get that to click, it's going to be dangerous for 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 him on offense. He's still making the the stupid throws, the stupid mistakes at really bad times. He yeah. did the in the first game against Maryland for sure. If you look back at that Tulsa game, I've rewatched it three times. In the third quarter, before um, Tulsa scored to make it uh, fourteen to twenty one, little Jordan Humphrey had a ball hit him in the chest on a third down. That would have been a first down. We had a punt. It led to a terrible punt. Okay, the worst part of our offense is our punter. Let's just fucking say it right now. Against Tulsa. Hey, Bushevsky, don't, don't hit on Bushevsky. Give him time. Oh, my it's gosh. endorsement for the Australian Kicking Academy. To be honest with you, he's averaging 36 yards a punt. 
Wow. Yeah, his cousin's averaging 48.8, which is an NFL record. He right averaged – la- well, the first game he averaged, I think it was like – you say 49? Uh, it was like – Well, he his kicked cousin, a, yeah. He kicked, yeah, D- uh, Dixon. Dixon kicked a 69-yarder. Well, the first game, his first punt in college went 56. It was a bomb. So, so the punting is terrible. We're giving bad field position away. That needs to that needs to get cleaned up. Um, our our actual place kicker, Dicker the kicker, mm-hmm. is Dicker. actually really good. He's good. So, so that's positive. That's positive. Yeah. So, Dicker's, Dicker's solid. So there are some positives. We just need to see it translate. And I think it all starts with the defense. To be honest with you, sure. offense. I'm the first one to say it that a good a good defense is a good offense, mm-hmm. yeah. and Herman needs to take over the offense. I agree. So I want I want to jump in on that point for just a second before we move on to Please week do. three of college football. Why hasn't Tom? Well, first off, Tom Herman, I'm I'm starting to think is not the coach that we all were sold that he was because it's embarrassing to go to Maryland where they fire their head coach three weeks before. They haven't even fired him yet. He's on administrative and you leave. Ha- you have someone who's been doing the job for three weeks who can rally a team together to beat a ranked opponent in, in week one. Yep. And the only ranked team to lose to a non-ranked team in week one. Awful. So the, the what I, my big question is, is Tom Herman the guy that we were sold that he was? No. He had a impressive like one or two years at Ohio State where he was calling plays. He went to Houston and had, again, two good years. And then and now is at Texas. So um, my big question is, like, why hasn't he taken over the play calling yet? It's all it's obvious to everybody who watches Texas football or reads about it or does anything about it that that is the play that is the big problem. And I'll tell you, I think I'll I'll tell you why I think he hasn't taken it over yet is he's trying to give himself an, an out, out yeah. an excuse, a reason why they're not doing well because he does probably understand the football politics that happen at the University of Texas. And if he wants to be here for his entire contract, he needs to have some people to bury when things are not going right. And right now that person is Tim Beck, but I'm just trying to figure out if Tom Herman really is the alpha coach that we hired or is, is he not? Because if you look up the street in Norman, uh, when Lincoln Riley stepped in, he stepped in and started calling plays right away. He said, this is my team. I want to control the outcome. And yes, he was gifted, uh, you know, a Heisman, a winner in first round draft pick in Baker Mayfield, but near next year, next man up, Kyler Murray steps in and they're right where they're supposed to be. So it's like, I have just huge questions about Tom Herman and his coaching ability after two weeks of Texas football. I, I love that you just got so passionate about that because that's the same question that a lot of UT fans are asking um, to answer that question. No, Tom Herman is not the guy that we were sold that he would be. Um, and if he doesn't start taking over play calling duties, I, if you didn't you didn't get to watch the game, but Chad, you did. Chris Del Conte went into the booth, and he looked so uncomfortable and so upset with what he was watching on the field. I didn't have the sound on where I was watching it, but he looked so mad about the product that he was watching on the field. Um, I thought he was going to go and fire every single coach on that sideline right then and there after that interview, it was, it was really awkward. You could see the uncomfortable look on him 
in his face, in his body language. Chris Del Conte wants to see change on this team, in this football team. It is the exact same team it was last year. Nothing has changed. Um, yeah, Tom Herman's got to figure something out. And if he doesn't start calling plays soon, he's going to have to worry about his own job, not Tim Beck's job. Yeah, the the reason that I've heard that Tom Herman's not calling plays as often is that he feels more comfortable calling plays from the booth so that he can oversee the whole field. He can see what the defense is actually doing. Fuck Whenever go to the booth then, Herman. Figure it out. It, it's, it's it's tough. He he let Major Applewhite take over at Houston as offensive coordinator. Major Applewhite knows how to call plays. So that's the big issue is that he has no one that he can really trust up in the booth to call plays or at least relay that information down to him so that he knows what's going on. Well, uh, our Texas 10 turned into almost Texas 15 again. Easy. Yep. Uh, so harder to do. Always than, does. Uh, but let's, let's take a quick peek at week three, uh, highlight some of the major games, and then sure, we'll bud. get into first impression after that. Sure, bud. Uh, a game I'm excited about is Saturday at 11 a.m. in Ames, Iowa. A grudge match for OU going to Iowa State after the, uh, the LA took to them last year. This one's going to be exciting. Yeah, I got Kyler Murray going off this game. Um, they're OU's not not messing around. They're gonna come in and just absolutely demolish Iowa State. I feel bad for the Cyclones. I feel bad for the Iowa State fans. Uh, Ames is gonna be a pretty depressing place Saturday night. Yeah, Oklahoma's gonna dominate this game. Kyler Murray is gonna be <clears throat> in the Heisman run. He should be. I mean, it's just matter of fact. Another exciting game featuring uh, another school from Oklahoma. Boise State travels down to Stillwater this week Ooh. to take on uh, Oklahoma State. Okay. Should be exciting. I like that. The two ranked two ranked teams. I had no idea what Boise's done this year. Um, Nothing but win. Looks like they got a good running back, pretty solid receiver. Uh, Oak State's got another quarterback. Jesus, that dude's already got almost 800 yards, almost 750 yards passing in two weeks. That's pretty good. Um, I'm going to tune into that one. I like that. That looks exciting. Yeah. Um, we're going to pick that one in first impressions starting about now, but Alabama travels to Mississippi state or I mean, sorry, old miss this week. Um, they're a Ooh. huge favorite. Oxford old miss has given Alabama problems in the past. Any, any chance they do it again this week? Not a chance. I don't think so, but old miss is definitely uh, one of those teams that's better than I thought they were going to be. Um, especially after watching week one, the way they, handled Texas Tech, so I think Ole Miss will at least keep up with them for a little while. USC's coming to Texas this week. A couple quick thoughts on the Trojans' uh, Longhorn Dream match from last year. Are we picking this game? We will pick this game. Alright. I think it's going to be a close game. I do too. I think it's going to be a close game. It's uh, two teams that are definitely not nearly as good as the hype was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, this well, is the most overhyped game of the offseason. Yes. Sure. Well, the the quarterback for USC is, is young. Right, so, true freshman, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Straight it's going to come down to defense in this game, 100%. Whichever defense makes the most plays, and whenever I say most plays, it's going to come off of a turnover or a special teams play. That's the what kids, that's what's going to happen. Whoever has his name, like JT Daniels or JT something. JT Daniels. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the game that I think is going to tell us a lot about teams we have question marks about Arizona State goes to San Diego State this week when when this line originally came out San Diego State was the favorite now Arizona State is a five p- 
point road favorites. Yeah. So big uh, movement in Vegas on this game. Excited to see if the Tom Herman, I'm sorry, the uh, Herm Edwards uh, chapter in successes is real or not. I mean, they are ranked now. They jumped oh. in up to the top 25 after that win over Michigan State. Um, Sorry, biggest game of the week probably. LSU traveling to Auburn. I was waiting on, on you to. I was yeah. waiting Tigers, on that one. Little Tiger and Tiger action. That, oh yeah. So yeah. who's the be, true Tiger? You'll be hearing Tiger Tiger win jokes all all uh, weekend. But I can't. I'll take the Tigers uh, in that game. I got the Tigers. This one is going to be exciting. Oh yeah. Auburn, definitely, definitely have the new TV up and running for that game. Some, yeah. Somehow, I don't know if this is the line that you're looking at, but somehow this line I'm looking at is Auburn by ten. Yeah, I have it at nine and a half. Which oh, I love. Holy shit! Which I love. <laughs> oh my god! What, what, you know why? Why don't we parlay that into first impressions? Let's for do real, it. What are we doing? Uh, let's start though on Thursday night. Boston College traveling to Wake Forest. The Thursday night game. You know you're gonna watch it. What's your first impression? What line? Uh, Wake Forest favored by five at home. Yeah, I'm taking Wake Forest in this game. I think Boston College is just trash. Uh, I'm taking Boston College. Give me the points. I think they control the clock and get a win on the road. I'm pretty sure I picked Wake Forest to be the worst in the SEC or ACC, wherever they're at now. They're ACC, right? ACC. Sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure I picked them to be one of the worst, so I can't pick them over Boston College. Give Give me the Eagles. All right. This one's on Saturday. Houston taking on Texas Tech in Lubbock, where Tech is a one point dog at home. Houston coming off a massive blowout win over Arizona. The scoreboard doesn't tell that game to be much closer than it really was. Dale, what's your first impression of Houston at Texas Tech? I'll take Houston. Uh, I'm going to ride with the Raiders here. I think they Houston coming off a big letdown. Um, you know, getting a big win at home against Arizona. They have to travel to Lubbock, which is a real shitty drive. I think Texas Tech is going to be pumped up for this game, so uh, give me the Raiders. The, the tortillas are going to be out in full force up there in Lubbock. Agreed. Tortillas are going to be slinging all over that place. I said this at the beginning in our hot takes, and that was that the Tech defense would be better than their offense, and that has proved to be right to this point. Give me Ed Oliver and the Houston Cougars. All right. Uh, Ed Oliver? <clears throat> is that who the uh, defensive end is for them? I don't know any players. I just know Major Apple is the coach. So uh, Ed, Ed Oliver will be a top five draft pick. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this will be the worst game in college football history. So yes. you know we got to bet it. Rutgers traveling to Kansas. Oh, Kansas God. favored by three at home over this battle of the toilet bowls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to pick Kansas in this one. If Kansas wins two in a row, I think that's got to be the first time in like a decade. They're going to riot. Dude. And for that reason, I'm taking Rutgers. There's no way <laughs> that Kansas can win two games in a row. I don't care who it's against. Kansas in a big letdown spot after an exciting win over Central Michigan. Give me Rutgers plus the points. Oh, nah, rock chalk, baby, rock chalk. I'm going with Kansas. Home, home favorites. Students are going to be pumped up because they got a road win. Jayhawks two in a row. Oh yes, they're burning. They're burning I would lo- I would love to see the stat on the last time that Kansas won two games. In a row. <laughs> oh, they probably have it. You can probably Someone, find it. It so wasn't too long ago. They had a good us. team a couple years back. No. I don't remember the quarterback they had, but a couple years, uh, like five. Yeah, something like that. Okay, Boise State, like we said, traveling to Stillwater this yeah, week, yeah, where yeah. they are a two and a half point dog to the Cowboys. Dale, first impression. 
Uh, I like Oklahoma State. They're going to air it out. Their quarterback's already got almost 800 yards. I know they're ranked higher than Boise State, but I feel like this is the wrong – I mean, the, the correct team favored uh, with Boise ranked at 17, Oklahoma State ranked at 24. I'm going to go with, with the Pokes to cover two and a half, win this thing. Um, I think that I'm going to give this one to Boise State. They're going to be up for this game. It's going to be exciting. And I think that Oklahoma State still has a lot of question marks that need to be answered. So Boise State had uh, two impressive wins to start the season. I'll take the uh, the road dog here. Jeff? Yeah, I'll have to go with Boise State as well. Oklahoma State's hard on – they're they're tough to play at home. I'll give them that. They are really tough to play at home. Yeah. Uh, I just think Boise State's better than them. And like you said, Val, they have a lot of question marks still. Uh, Chad, this one is at a neutral site, but it might as well be a home game for TCU. It's at Jerry World. Uh, TCU taking on Ohio State. Uh, their coach, Urban Meyer, not going to be coaching in this game. It's true. And the line makers got this one at plus 13 TCU. What's your hmm. first impression? Uh, Ohio State by that. What? Uh, I'm going to take the the basically home dog here. In TCU. That's what I'm saying. I think uh, Gary Patterson is a good enough coach to keep this one close. And if they keep it close, like they might not win, but they might lose by 7 or 10. So... Uh, give me the Horn Frogs in this one, Dale. I'm on the same page, man. 13 points is absolutely ridiculous. Like it'll be at least 17. Ooh, at least put that. Write that down. Yeah, put it down. Write that down. At least 17. I'll down. say I was I, right next week. I agree with everything you said, Bella. I got nothing else on it. Uh, Washington traveling to Utah, where Utah is a seven-point home dog. Dale, first impressions. Washington by a lot. Um, I think I also got to go to Washington. Watch Washington here. Uh, they were impressive against uh, Auburn, but um, I think that the Utah could keep this close, but probably not as close as seven. So I'm uh, taking Washington in this one. Roommate Joe making a special appearance on the podcast. What you, what you got for us, Joe? We got some uh, Axis backstrap right up. Mm. And it is delicious. Uh-huh. Is, it, is it keto? Sure. It's keto enough. <laughs> there's no... Uh, mm, that's really good. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, how did your keto go while you were uh, away in Thailand? Because oh, I, I abandoned it. Yeah. <laughs> I abandoned a keto. Almost impossible, by the way. Or everything they serve is rice noodles. That's true. And then I, I, I wanted to open my own drinks there, so I, bought, I only drink beer. Besides the buckets on the full moon party, that makes um, sense. So yeah, abandoned keto. I'm back on it right after this uh, this piece of fried backstrap. It's mm. delicious. Uh, it Chad, is delicious. First impression on Washington, Utah. Yeah, give me Washington, man. They played Auburn pretty close. Still have them going top three in the Pac-12. Give them to me. All right, Texas. Jake Browning's actually impressed me a lot. I did not. I didn't like him until I saw him play. Uh, Auburn looked good. Texas State coming off a win over Southern Texas. Oh, here we They're go. going to travel down to South Alabama, though. Is that Mobile? Is that Mobile? Maybe. Someone look that up. Sure. Um, yeah, sure why not? Texas State is a 10.5 point dog to South <laughs> Alabama, which sounds depressing to say. Chad, is that enough points for Texas State to take a cover? Oh, man. Let's, uh, let's say uh, South Alabama by 10. Texas State covers, baby. Woo! 
Hmm. I'm gonna take South Alabama here. <laughs> after, t- after what? After the Bobcats get that a win, they have to travel. You know that they can't figure out a way to get a win, much less a cover. They're gonna get blown out here. Give me South Alabama mm. by seventeen. At least seventeen. Love it. Um. Good God. Uh, six and, and, that, and that might be my my lock of the week. Oh yes! I mean, they barely lost to to Louisiana Tech. Uh, they're gonna destroy us. I gotta go with Ballard. They're gonna cover that. Um, South Alabama is located in yeah Mobile. Good call, dude. He knows it's Alabama. I know about Alabama. He loves. He's all about the state of Alabama. Uh, speaking of Alabama. USC traveling to Texas this week. <laughs> a rematch of the matchup from last year where USC edged out over Texas. Uh, we've said this is probably the most overhyped game of the offseason. We're still going to watch it, and we got to pick it. Dale, Texas is still a three-and-a-half point favorite in some betting markets. What's your first impression? I'll take USC. Uh, thank you for doing that. Um, I'm going to take, take, take Texas here. I think they. this is a must-win for Texas. And Tom Herman and getting to stay at home and prepare for this game on home turf. I think Texas finds a way to get a win, and uh, for for Austin's sake, the city. Uh, it, I hope that is the case. Look, I'm just trying to take one for the team here. Yeah, that's, that's, we appreciate that. Yeah, we we seriously appreciate that. <laughs> Chad, first impression. This is the biggest game of Tom Herman's career. This single game. Texas comes out blazing. I got Texas covering this. There we go. And then the last game we're going to pick, the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, LSU yeah. Traveling to Auburn. Auburn, a nine and a half point favorite. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression on Tiger versus G- Tiger match? Give me the Tigers. I know. Give me the Tigers all day. Uh, I'll take LSU to cover, but I think Auburn wins the game by seven. Uh, I am obviously taking Auburn here. <laughs> to pro- cover nine and a half? Yeah, probably going to win by 14 if I had to guess. <clears throat> Or seventeen. I think I think Jared Stinham is a low key Heisman candidate. Thank you, Baylor. And thank you, Baylor. And that Auburn defense is really, really good. Yep. They had like a like four or five red zone stands against Washington in that season opener. And I think that Washington's defense is is going to be end up being way better than LSU's. Um, LSU looking good, but. I think Miami was way overrated going into the season, so this would be a big test for Ed Ogeron and the LSU Tigers, but it's a test I think they fail. Auburn, big time, Saturday night, Saturday day. Balance, lock of the week. My lock of the week was South Alabama over Texas, baby, and I still need locks from you guys. Uh, Dale, first impression on LSU versus Auburn. Um, yeah, I'm going LSU to cover. I think they... I think they can That's win. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Dave. I think they Thank can win you. this. Thank they you. can win this game. Their defense is really good. Um, the kid playing quarterback, he throws a good ball. Uh, they actually have uh, Leonard Fournette's brother on the team. He's plays wide receiver. Doesn't play running back. Um, he doesn't play much. He's like a freshman, but uh, their defense is scary good. And yeah, I like Auburn a lot. I'm just really high on LSU right now. So I'm gonna take LSU to cover, and uh, I'm gonna tell you this right now: wrong team favored. Wrong team favored. You heard me right. Ooh, you heard wow. me. You heard wow. me. Jared Stidham is not that good. 
Shots fired. Yeah, not seriously. that good. Uh, guys, I need locks of the week from me from this week. We could dip into the pro show for that. If give you me, want uh, to. give me Boise State for my lock of the week. Oh, I like that. Ooh, I like that a lot. I do too. Uh, especially since I'm on the same side of that one. Uh, Dale, what's your lock of the week? Did we do uh, Arizona State and San Diego? Yep. Nope. nope. We just talked about it. Oh, we just talked about it. Uh, well, shit. What other games did we do again? In oh my the gosh. pro Texas show, State we had side. in the pro show we had Giants Cowboys. We had no, Ravens. No, 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 just this show. Okay. Uh, Boston College, Wake Forest, Houston versus Texas Tech, Rutger versus Kansas. Oh, Houston over Tech for sure. That's your lock. Yeah, that's my lock. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a wipe. That is a wipe. Major Apple, I'm gonna smoke that ass. Awesome. Well, then that was uh, that was first impressions. <laughs> Love it. All right. And what again, we, we are way over on time. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. Did we ever? Do we ever capitalize on our show bet? We did. Yeah, dude. USA won. one nothing. You guys heard us screaming and yelling. But, uh, yeah. Um, we did hit final time. USA wins. 1-0. Because America. 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 It was a friendly. So, thank you, Mexico. It was, it it was nice not. Mexico to let us win. It, was, it was very unfriendly there late. Uh, things got chippy. We did have a red card. <laughs> Bal, you know what that is? It's a card that is red. Yes. And what happens after a red card? Well, only so many could say, but it's my understanding that uh, the team that receives said red card, uh, the player, I should say, that receives said red card, has to uh, go into the locker room and cry. Correct. Pretty oh sure. my gosh, he's, and you can't, he's coming so far. And you can't replace him. No. So you're down a man the rest of the game. You actually have to execute him when you return <laughs> to your home country if you're an away team. If you're a home team, they do it right there in the middle of the field. At least that's how it was in Thailand. So, uh, again, soccer is really interesting overseas. Lots of these rules that I haven't seen here in America. Uh, but speaking of Thailand, I'll give you guys a couple more stories in our yeah. nightcap. Yes. Yeah, let's hit the nightcap. Sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. Oh, my gosh. This is going to go bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped it, too, right before. Oh, my gosh. Prefer well, any, every, and all occasions. All Dale, occasions. Uh, Dale, welcome back, too. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll clean your cooler out. Don't You're going to have to clean it out, like, it's, thoroughly. It's full of beer. Yeah. So, that's why it's in here. Um, so, the, uh, before, I went to, before I went to Thailand, I learned how to say a few different phrases, because I wanted to be able to communicate in any form or fashion Perfect. while I was there, which ended up being a great idea. Which is basically like, can I get another beer, or... Well, one thing I forgot to learn how Where's to... Where's the bathroom? That was the thing I forgot to learn how to ask, <laughs> was how to use the bathroom. So about day five into the trip, I finally just asked somebody and they told me, which I, which, uh, so I started using it, started, it was, uh, Hong, uh, Hong on Nam is, is, is bathroom basically. Hong on Nam? Hong on Nam, or at least what I thought. So I used that for about 10 days until someone finally told me that I couldn't use their shower. (laughs) So, So for 10 days, I was asking to use the bathroom. Uh, and apparently actually you, asking if I could use their shower. You know you can get on your phone, download the app that's like the translator, right? Yeah, Google you Translate. You can talk into it. And- I got it straight from a person from Thailand, so I was for sure that I was saying it right, uh, but found out that, that that was incorrect. So uh, a lot of people confused in Thailand want to know why I, I want to use their shower. <laughs> uh, we rented scooters everywhere. Uh, we did not... Uh, Uber doesn't work over in Thailand, go figure. Uh, huh. And then we tried to uh, download the Thailand uber which is called grab but the way my bank account set up and checking savings, out there, yeah. checking savings it, it, it wouldn't map up so we ended up just renting scooters everywhere we went 
and I never wrecked a scooter, but I almost got in one head-on collision going like 40 miles an oh. hour, which would have been a real bummer. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, both of us swerved out of each other's directions last second and oh. avoided that one. Were so. you and Haley on one scooter together or y'all separately? Because she's got her own, right? Yeah, so no, we got we got two separate scooters. Okay. So we were we were zipping around together. She's got Classic. her own scooter here yeah. in the States. No, no, she's a pro. There the learning curve was on me. She <laughs> was uh, much better at, at riding the scooters than I was. Not that I was bad, but she is uh she she, she looks better on a scooter than I will. I'd have that. definitely gotten into wreck. <laughs> yeah, I'd for do, sure. Do, do you guys well, ride on the right side or is it the left? Left side of the road. Oh so you have to every time I got on the scooter I chanted to myself three times. Left side, left side, left side. Because <laughs> you have to remember that's the side of the road they're driving on. But which also means is that left hand turns are protected turns and right hand turns are not. So ah. when you get to an intersection, if it's a left, you can go through it. And in Thailand, scooters own the road. Oh yeah. So they literally when they, when you stop at a red light, there's a line for cars to stop at, and then there's another line for scooters to stop at. So if, if you're at a red light. You drive your scooter through all the cars. It's totally accepted yep. to go to the very front. And then once the green light goes, it's just like a a, a race basically starts. And everyone zooms off the off the green light. And it's one of the most exhilarating things we've ever done. <laughs> I, we were looking for traffic to go sit in so that we could do these, these little mini scooter races. Oh, my God. But scooters were awesome. What's the best thing you saw on a scooter? Because I heard you and Chad talking about some scooter stories. What's the best thing you saw on a scooter? Well, I'll tell you the worst thing I saw on a scooter first <laughs> was in Chiang Mai, in the area where they rent scooters out, there is a mandatory tourist police stop where they literally just stand in the street, the policemen, and they just pick out people who are not Thai and tell them to pull over and ask for your international driver's license. And then they say, if you don't have it, you can either go to jail or give us 2,000 baht, which is about 80 bucks. So um, we saw people that happened to them as they were renting scooters. So we spent like the entire trip in, in, uh, in Chiang Mai avoiding that little area. So we got, we got out of Thailand without having to get a ticket. Uh Roommate Joe, back in with more backstrap. More Great timing. This more is delicious. Love it. I'm a big fan. That's the end of it. Enjoy. Mm. It's fantastic. Mm. It was great. Thank you, buddy. This is better than wings. Close. Different than wings, I'd say. So, first time having ashes. The, uh, goofy... it's, it's phenomenal. I saw a family of five riding a scooter. That's pretty great. Five people on a scooter? Five people. That's impressive. A husband, wife, and three kids. Wow. That was pretty crazy. Uh, Were they like on the handlebars, like hanging on each other's backs and shit? Pretty much. Mm. Standing, like it was nuts. Yeah. Good God. Oh, yeah. Um, that sounds quite unsafe. Yeah, it, it was It was not safe. Um, Thailand was awesome. Can't recommend it enough. I have more off-air stories to share with you guys. Uh, sorry, listeners, but um, Thailand was awesome. Everyone should go. It was dirt cheap, which is great, but um, I am happy to be back. Happy live, to be back live like the, a king for like five bucks or what? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. So I'll uh, be back though with uh, with you guys. It's good to have you back, man. I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Chad, thanks for being here, bud. Always a pleasure. We're the Sports Buzz. Ballad, like I said, it's good to have you back. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. 
Until next week, we are out. This party is officially over.